Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> do it. Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? How do you know if you're ready for something? Ready to take that promotion? Ready to ask that special someone out? Ready to go backpacking through Europe? You know, just ready to take that first leap into something? I mean, for me, you know, whether it's starting this YouTube channel or making the Vader fan film, I wasn't really sure if I was ready. I'm not sure if you are ever really ready. You just kind of have to do it and become ready as you go along, and you just learn along the way. At least, that's my experience. And in this story we are covering today, this is what Obi-Wan is struggling with in his early days of training Anakin. First, we see Kenobi as a youngling. He is in a class with other younglings, learning how meditation is about more than forging a connection to the Force. It's about gaining a deeper understanding of oneself. A Jedi must master themselves before having any hope of mastering the Force. A lesson Obi-Wan seems still to be grappling with as we jump forward to the present of the story. Obi-Wan, now a Jedi Knight, is meditating alongside his new Padawan, Anakin Skywalker. The young Skywalker seems a bit older than he was in The Phantom Menace, so presumably it's a few years into his training, we can assume. Anakin is practicing levitating small rocks as they meditate together. Obi-Wan thinks to himself of how impressed he is with Anakin's progression. He has come far and is someone any master would be proud of when he bothers to listen to him that is. But as Obi-Wan's mind wanders back to his duel with Darth Maul, it becomes clear that Qui-Gon's death still lingers over him. He never foresaw having his own apprentice so soon and without his former master there to advise him. Obi-Wan feels uncertain of himself. His mulling is put to a stop, however, when Master Tosen interrupts their meditation to give Kenobi a new mission from the Council. On a planet not part of the Republic, called Delanor, a Jedi holocron has been discovered by an archaeology team. Taking the mission, Obi-Wan tells Anakin that he can train with Yoda and the other younglings while he is gone. As you can guess, that didn't sit well with Anakin. He was older than the other younglings and his abilities were already far beyond theirs, but he relented to his master. Before heading off, Obi-Wan does some research at the Jedi Temple Library for any Jedi in the past who might have visited the planet. But soon enough, Yoda drops by and lets Obi-Wan know that if there had been Jedi who had visited Delanor in the past, their names have long been lost. Though the holocron might shed some light on who they were, Yoda asks asks if Obi-Wan will bring Anakin along. Where Kenobi hadn't planned to, he wasn't sure if Anakin was ready. Yoda can sense Obi-Wan's uncertainty. I'm sure you are. Ready or not ready. The Sage Master cautions Obi-Wan that his lack of belief in his Padawan will cause Anakin to fall behind the other younglings. Obi-Wan pushes back at the diminutive Jedi by reminding him that he, along with the rest of the Jedi Council, didn't want Anakin to be trained in the first place. Yoda warns that a poorly trained Jedi is dangerous to himself and others. Taking Yoda's advice to heart, Obi-Wan decides to take Anakin with him on the mission after all. As they are flying towards the planet, Obi-Wan realizes that Anakin shouldn't be treated like other Padawans. His path is different from the one that he had. Just then, Anakin asks him what Obi-Wan's life was like before he joined the Jedi Order. He doesn't really remember. He was taken at a young age, when he was identified as a Force-sensitive. Anakin wonders if, because of that, Obi-Wan always knew what his path was, that he always meant to be a Jedi, unlike Anakin who had been a slave, a background 
background the Council didn't approve of and therefore didn't want him to be trained. Kenobi tries to reassure Anakin that the Council isn't flawless and that Qui-Gon chose Anakin because he believed in him, to which Anakin concludes that Obi-Wan got stuck with him after Qui-Gon died. He then storms off the cockpit, leaving a bewildered Obi-Wan behind. When they finally arrive on the planet, they are met by one of the archaeologists, heading up the excavation. She's eager to get the holocron off the planet, as once some pirates realized what they had found, they were forced to hire local muscle for protection. Obi-Wan asks Anakin to help watch for the pirates, while he verifies the authenticity of the holocron. Before he can figure out who the holocron belonged to, Anakin bursts in to warn him that the pirates have arrived. They must have seen them land. Master Kenobi goes to confront them and try to assure the pirates that he and his apprentice are there for peaceful reasons. Their leader doesn't care and promises to kill them anyway. Obi-Wan activates his lightsaber. Seeing it, the pirate leader wants that more than the holocron and orders his men to attack, which of course doesn't go well for him. Obi-Wan easily decimates them all, but the pirate leader manages to sneak up behind Anakin and puts a knife to his throat. But remembering his meditation training, Anakin at this point levitates some rocks behind the pirate and with the force hurls them at the back of his head knocking him out. Having defeated the pirates, they head back to their ship where Anakin apologizes to Obi-Wan for freezing and being caught off guard. Obi-Wan had been right that he wasn't ready, but Obi-Wan dismisses that critique. He tells Anakin that he is ready and has been for a long time. It was Obi-Wan who wasn't ready. He didn't feel stuck with Anakin. He felt Anakin was stuck with him. He wasn't able to save his teacher Qui-Gon. How could he save a Padawan? Anakin then tells him that they'll save each other. It's what Qui-Gon would have wanted, and Obi-Wan agrees. And that was was the very first mission Anakin took with Obi-Wan as a Padawan, and I guess, technically, the first guy that he ever beat up. So what do you all think? Obi-Wan didn't feel worthy or ready to train Anakin until he allowed himself to do just that in the field, to jump in. And by doing that, he became ready, or at least he felt he was finally ready. Now, given how we know it all ends, we can argue Obi-Wan wasn't ready. But to be fair, I don't even think had Yoda trained Anakin instead that he wouldn't have fallen. No, I think only Qui-Gon could have kept Anakin in the light and in line. That's why his death is even more tragic. I think we can take the positive message that the story is conveying and apply it to our own lives. If you wait to do something until you feel 100% ready, you'll wait forever. You gotta take the leap. It's just a chance. You don't know if you'll land in the light or the dark, but if you don't do it, you'll never land at all. I mean, that's how I feel with the channel. If I never made that first video and just took that leap for fun, I never would have been here probably, and my life would have been very different. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Please leave a like if you did, and I will see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.